Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. And of course, guys, when it comes to health and fitness, it's not just about food and also about lifestyle, and it's also about exercise. And guys, all of you exercise and fitness fans or somebody who aspires to be an exercise and fitness fan, I have an amazing surprise for you. I have today with me Kylie Gates. You get to listen to our conversation. And guys, who is Kylie Gates? She's actually who I consider to be a true fitness influencer and somebody who helped to shape our uh, fitness industry worldwide. So Kylie Gates, a lifelong athlete from Australia, one of the creative brains, geniuses behind what I consider to be the best fitness app, the best fitness program classes in the world. Less meals, less meals, workouts. Uh, you get to look like an athlete without having to train like one. If you're guys about efficiency, less meals, workouts. I'm, you know, when this whole pandemic started, uh, I started to work out at home with less meals. And I've been doing that for the past, I don't know, eight, nine months, a year. You know, I already lost track of time. And I got into the best shape of my life. I really feel and look the best, of course, from my perspective, but uh, I do believe that less meals workouts are one-of-a-kind workouts. So Kylie Gates, she's been with less meals 25-plus years. Um, she's a creative director behind many of the programs. She shapes and develops um, the music and moves, helps to shape and develop the music and moves that feature in the new releases, uh, which are created every three months. She's also a key role as a body pump head program coach, which means she mentors and inspires instructors and presenters to reach their full potential. So in our chat today, guys, you get to learn how Les Mills programs got to be world-class leaders in the industry. What's the science? How do they at Less Meals make sure that workouts are effective for our health, fitness, 360, body and mind, short and long term? What about the addictive fitness part? Why do so many people, I'm in those people, <laughs> becoming raving fans and lifelong followers of Less Meals workouts? What about Kylie's personal fitness? How does she train to maintain a 30-year-old body in her 50s? Guys, if you ask me, who do I want to look like when I'm in my 50s? Kylie, that's who. What about Kylie's nutrition that helps her to stay super fit and super energetic for all the life demands and crazy work-workout schedules, teaching, traveling around the world, being a coach and a creative director, teaching classes, being a wife? How does she do all of this? You get to learn what Kylie eats for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and what's her whole nutrition strategy. What are some mind-body rituals Kylie never skips to keep herself grounded? 
What does Kali consider to be the most important principle for a lifelong health fitness results and continuous progress towards your personal success story, towards your full potential? So guys, tune in and let me present to you Kylie Gates, a one-of-a-kind fitness superstar. Less meals on demand, mm. Kylie Gates, yeah. <laughs> Creative brain <laughs> behind a lot of uh, programs and also head coach and just overall an amazing uh, fit, healthy person, influencer, coach. Uh, so uh, Kylie Gates, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, that was just a beautiful intro and I love the way you explained about Lesmos programs and that's so, yeah, it's so on point. I mean, you, you, you know, represent an athlete, but you don't have to train like one. I was an athlete in my day and uh, yeah, six hours a day. I don't do that anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, really happy to be here and finally to connect with you, Angela. Yeah, thank you, Kylie, for you know for your time and uh, for the opportunity to talk with you, and also um, being able to hear your story, you know, a, a little bit more of your journey. Um, so, where are you now, by the way? Uh, what country? Where? What part of the world? Because I know less meals. You know, you travel with them all over the, the world. Yeah, um, I'm based in Auckland, New Zealand, and uh, well, so for the last. I guess it's, yeah, coming up 12 months, we haven't been able to travel, so just travelled. Uh, but we've been able to connect. And I think, um, you know, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, personally, COVID has really uh, emphasised the fact that we don't have to travel all the time. And I was doing a lot of travelling, like the last six years, a lot. And it it is quite exhausting, to be honest. Um, it's It's amazing to meet so many people, but I think... Through uh, these online platforms, I think we can make big connections and still, you know, have the mix of both. I think um, in a perfect world, I'd love to have um, be able to travel again and go to countries and definitely do live events because they are the bomb. They're the best to do live events and connect with the, all the consumers and all the instructors. So we'll see what 21 holds, but uh, we are planning to do, you know, some live streams coming up next weekend. So we do lots of um, events where we're out there still connecting with everyone. Yeah. But based in New Zealand right now, and we're doing pretty good over here. So we're, we're you know, I, no complaints from my end. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's good to hear, you know, I'm in UK in London and uh, it's one lockdown after another, but I, I think mm. we, are, we are still doing uh, pretty good, even though yeah you guys are doing better now improving right uh yeah Yeah. with the the vaccines and everything so it's uh getting Mm. better um and um uh, let's get back to your story a little bit uh you've been with less meals uh for uh, over 30 years uh if i know correctly uh so how has uh, how did your journey start uh where did you start less meals and how did you end up there (laughs) yeah I've been uh, in the fitness industry for 30 years. This is my 30th year of teaching. Um, So prior to Lesmos, I sort of, I think I've been with Lesmos about 25 years. Um, So for the first sort of five, six years, I was actually a freestyle instructor. Um, My background is a professional dancer. I was um, a showgirl. Um, I started that before I was 18. <laughs> so my parents let me go away overseas and I traveled uh, in a Perth-based com- dance company. 
um, basically a cabaret dancer. And I did that for about seven years. And so from my background of dance and music and, and movement every day, um, when I came home, I actually went to a small aerobic studio. They uh, poached me and kind of said, you know, would you like to be an instructor? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I actually didn't really know much about it at the time. And, you know, I knew it was really busy and popular um, and it was called aerobics in those days. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I did my course and kind of the rest is history because I, because of my dance ability, I could choreograph. And I think that's one of the things that really accelerated me quite quickly in that I could choreograph um, lots of complex, you know, kind of not dance routines, but aerobic routines that people really wanted to do and, and, and explore. So I accelerated through that. And then in 1995, I was at the fitness convention in Sydney, Australia, and that is where I saw Body Pump for the first time. And I took the class and I was like pretty much blown away uh, because the guys on stage were uh, all from New Zealand and they were really tanned and they um, they were they were in amazing condition, like their bodies looked amazing. Uh, they loved what they did. They actually, some of them actually had sunglasses on, which was quite funny. Um, but, you know, the music was amazing and the workout was so cool. And other than when I was an athlete, um, I hadn't really done weight training to mm-hmm. music. So it was a whole new concept. And after the, the class, um, I got talking to the guys and because I knew one of the, the guys that was with me from Perth, he was connected to them all. So we met them um, and pretty much, you know, it was kind of like, okay, you're going to be the pump trainer <laughs> in uh, Perth, Australia. So, yeah, I did I did that and then I accelerated quite quickly into a master trainer for Les Mills mm-hmm. and then I went to the Canberra head office. Um, I think I'm trying to think that was probably around three or four years later I went to the Canberra office and became the training manager. So the training manager is the person that looks after all the trainers, all the trainers train the instructors. Mm-hmm. So I did that for many years um, and then also working with Les Mills International. So I guess uh, I was, before I based myself in New Zealand for the last six years, I've been kind of working on and off with the Lesmos International as a coach and as a presenter for about 15 years. So, but through Lesmos, I mean, I've, yeah, been many, many places, travels so many places around the world. Uh, and it's definitely the, you know, the, it's the highlight of my career. I mean, Lesmos, I just, I have my own why. We are obviously as a company have a why and it is to create a fitter planet. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, I have my own why and through my love of movement and uh, being able to really connect your mind into your body, that's that's been um, a big journey for me, yeah, from when I started. And that's obviously changed as I've, you know, developed and um, changed as a teacher and, definitely gotten older you have to get wiser I think as you get older so uh, yeah Um, you may lose a bit of your fitness but I think I've kind of my mindset has changed a lot in in fitness I mean I know when I started it was definitely all about being the strongest and the fittest and now it's more about health so Mm -hmm. you know my mindset has changed quite a lot in that aspect 
Um, but yeah, Lesmos is such an incredible company. I do what I do because I want people to experience having a better life. You know, it's mm-hmm. really, really simple. I just think that when you are healthy, you have healthy, you make healthy decisions and therefore, you know, in everything that you do. So it just has this ripple effect and you become a role model for people. You know, even, you know, I see on the Lesmos On Demand and all these people that, uh, you know, have changed their body shape. So physically they've changed, mentally they've changed, and then emotionally they've changed as well. And then it has this ripple effect that Mm -hmm. just goes on and on to so many people. And, you know, this is what it's about, creating a positive, impact on people's lives you know and I guess really kind of helping people to realize that anything is possible like yeah often there's that mindset a little bit closed a little bit of that mindset that's closed that you know oh I couldn't do that Um, Mm -hmm. but I come from that open mindset of anything is possible and um, keeping it positive you know just staying in that positive stuff Um, because yeah, you know, everyone can get a little bit down or get a bit negative, but I think, you know, if you can really stay in that positive mindset, it's going to set you apart and it's going to give you that platform to be able to really, you know, have a great life. And I think at the end of the day as humans, we, we just all want to be happy. So yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. So yeah, it's a great company. I love it. To, I love it. It's um, <laughs> I've got my dream job. It's my dream job. And I say that to Jackie all the time. I'm very, I never take it for granted. I think that's something, uh, yeah, I had a little bit of a health issue last year and that kind of woke me up to realize again, you know, you've got to be doing it. What was it if you what, don't mind sharing? What's Sorry, that? What was it if you don't mind sharing? A health issue? Yes. I have a, um, I have actually a, 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 my renal artery is quite narrow Mm-hmm. So it's causing, uh, it was causing high blood pressure, which was um, obviously very concerning for me uh, being so health and fit. And, and it was, um, yeah, so we've, we found what it was and I have to have like just a small little operation where they can widen the artery. Mm-hmm. So, but it, you know, things like that can sort of stop you, I think, in your, you know, in your tracks almost like, oh my goodness, what's happening, you know, and to realize that, uh, you know, I think it's just a good check-in for me. It was a check-in for me. Mm -hmm. I can only speak from my experience, um, of going into hospital and that's the first time I've had anything. Um, I am in my fifties, but, (laughs) um, (laughs) it's the first time that I've experienced anything. And it was like, Whoa, you know, um, okay. Am I doing what I want to be doing? Am I living my life with purpose? Um, and it just sort of gave me that check-in that, you know, I so miss my classes and I missed work and I miss the people. Um, but I knew health is, health is absolutely number one. It has to be. If you yeah. don't have your health, you have nothing. So that's, that's you know, I, I experienced that firsthand. And mm-hmm. I think um, that's a, yeah, <laughs> when you do, you know, because it's easier to take your health and fitness for granted Um and I think, you know, when I look back, I think I used to probably take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you get older, you realize how much more important it is, you know, to stay mobile, to stay really active, to eat really well, all of the, and it's, and it's holistic. It's all those things together. It's not just one, one thing or the other thing. Uh, but having that little health scare was, um, 
yeah, it was pretty big for me Yeah, because <laughs> um, I'd never had anything like that. And But I did have some kidney problems uh, about seven years ago and they never really found out what it was. So now at least I've actually got to the root cause and mm-hmm. um, we can do something about it. So, yeah, yeah I'm good about that. I think, you know, uh, fitness uh, has this power to help you realize that a lot of things are in your hands. Like when you take care of yourself, you, when mm. you don't give up, you know, when you work on yourself, uh, a lot of things can be fixed or uh, can um, can be made better. Like even any health problem, you know, it's one thing to have some health problem and just do nothing about it and make it worse. It's another thing to manage it and make it better. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I think when you're in good fit, fitness shape and, fit mindset uh you you become that person who always trying to uh create the best solution the best outcome the best situation and who understand that it's possible that a lot of things are in our power yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) so uh, thank you for sharing this uh you know um uh I'm 33 years old and yes. uh, in my, you know, among people my age, there are not so many health problems yet, yet. Um, mm. but uh, I'm always trying to explain to people to my age that, you know, in 20, 30 years, you want, you'll want to experience life just as much as you do want now. But if you do mm. nothing about it now, about your health and fitness in 20, 30 years, it's not going to look good. Like if you oh, just yeah. take it for granted and do yeah. nothing. So it's it's great that, you know, you are young and you're out there really trying to get that message out because absolutely, and I, I have a lot of uh, young people in my classes. I I kind of look younger than what I am. Um, definitely. I am actually, I am actually 55, uh, but... I, you know, through my health and fitness, I, and, and I keep a young mindset, you know, I think it's age is age doesn't bother me. It's, it's um, how your mind is, you know, and, and I think, uh, but where I can, I have this platform when I teach. And I think for me, it's really important to um, try and yeah, spread my message around Mm -hmm. health and fitness and holistic and and mindset as much as I can, especially in my classes, in my day-to-day classes. And I have a lot of young people that come to those. um, And, you know, they, uh, yeah, they do listen, which is great. And they follow me on Instagram and things like that. So, you know, I I appreciate that. And I think um, I just want to help those people as much as I can. Yeah. And and you do, you know, you inspire a lot. Like when I look at you, I'm like, I want to be like this, you know, when I'm 55. (laughs) I don't mind getting older as long as I uh, look and feel like that. So, uh, well, you got to, yeah, that's the thing is starting now because as you get older, your muscles create memory and they know, you know, I actually don't train as, train as definitely not as hard as I used to. I train less. Um, You know, I probably, I think, yeah, I have I I have more uh, I'm more consistent with my nutrition. Mm-hmm. So what it is? If you don't mind sharing, you mm. know, um, among our listeners and also my clients, there are a lot of women um, in forties and their fifties, and a lot of them think because probably um, that's how our society portrays it. They think that our their mm. best 
like years are behind them and now everything is hotter mm. like weight loss mm. and staying fit you know and they just should kind of give up or at least try to maintain what they have now so could you share maybe a little bit of your you know routine your nutrition um everything your well-being um different routines you know and, and uh habits that um sure. especially I think important and allow you to maintain that great of a shape, you know, um, body, mm. mind. Well, I think the biggest thing that I have uh, really done in my training and the training side of it is that I, I do mostly strength training uh, and body weight conditioning stuff mm-hmm. um, because that is how my body responds, <clears throat> excuse me, my body responds best to that. So I need that resistance. I need that push. Um, so I don't do a lot of cardio. Uh, I probably did earlier, like in my 20s, uh, 30s, and in the 40s it got less and less. So, and that's been, that's really the key for me, I think, is finding out what, you know, look, I think you've got to do what you love. I think that's really important because you're not going to stick at it if you don't find the thing that you love. So I love to do weight training and I love that buzz it gives me. Um, And when I say weight training, it's body pump. (laughs) That's my weight training. Uh, Other than when I was an athlete, I've never really done, you know, specific weight training in the gym. Everyone thinks I I do. (laughs) They all think that I lift a lot of weight. But it's actually my my shape is from body pump. It's a body Mm -hmm. pump body. And the other uh, two programs I do is CX Works, which is the core. And I cannot speak more or more about that program i mean it's just brilliant you know it we started i think it's like it's maybe it's 10 years now but anyway um before i started doing the core program i remember thinking oh i'm pretty strong in my core already and then i then i did it you know and i think everybody experiences that when they do the class and it it used to be called cx works it's now called lesmo's core the first time they do it, it's like, oh my goodness, this is so hard. So I, I do a lot of that. And I pretty much do the classes, obviously my classes that I teach, I teach seven classes a week, uh, oh, sorry, six classes a week, what am I saying? And then I uh, body balance as well. And then I do two grits a week. So that's kind of my, the grit is, I guess, um, i really believe the science behind the HIIT training. And I know that it's important for me to still continue my power as I get older. So my reaction and being Mm -hmm. able to move quite quickly, you know, have that. So yeah, it's definitely, I can't move as quick as I used to, but I'm still up there doing my grit classes. I love to do the athletic ones because that's more about power and Mm -hmm. uh, power and strength. Um, so I do, yeah, so I do three pumps. I do two CX Works classes and I try and make them the 45-minute ones because I love the the extra that we have in there. And then I do two grits and I do body balance pretty much. Well, I teach two body balance a week and then I try and do yoga pretty much every day. Okay. And so that was sort of getting me to my, my yeah, I see yoga Uh, So I am a qualified yoga teacher. I'm not practicing right now because I have too many jobs. (laughs) Um, But uh, I love taking yoga class. But I just love doing my own practice at home, just kind of getting the mat out. And then I just just see what my body wants to do. And this is... This is a way of me connecting. The biggest reason why I do yoga is so I can connect back into myself. 
mm-hmm. to really to really um, tune into my heart and what's going on. And you know, I'm actually doing the yoga practice, but I'm moving and I'm meditating at the same time. So I have this sort of body balance, and I can just do the on demand even because then I'm not having to think, you know, when I do Lesmos On Demand, I'm not having to think. I can just follow the teacher and zone out. And then I have my own yoga experience, breathing, moving and meditating. Um, So that's a a thing that I do that really my husband will always say to me, um, if I haven't done some yoga, he'll say, you need to go do some yoga. (laughs) So it's kind of that, um, it's just something that grounds me. It brings me back to what's important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I actually, I find it really, really hard to understand why people wouldn't want to do yoga because it just makes you feel so good. Um, my husband is not a, not a real big lover of body balance. And I really don't understand that. <laughs> I find it I, because stretching and doing yoga poses, it, it just, you know, it's releasing tension in your body. I mean, there's science around it mm-hmm. and, you know, it's shifting energy and, you know, because we manifest so much energy and it can really block you, you know. And so when you have those blockages in your body, it, it, it goes to your brain. So I just, so for me, it's like everybody, if everybody did yoga, we would have a better world, right? Yeah. That's my definitely. thinking. Yeah. So because I know that the yoga is the physical, but it's also the mental mm-hmm. and then there's the spiritual and for me, I've had a really, really big journey with yoga, uh, particularly over the last, I did my tra- my training in 20, 2010. So, uh, you know, the last 10 years, it almost gives me this, as I say, it's just this thing like a, like a faith. It's, it's like a faith for me. It's a thing that grounds me back to who I am and what's important. And, you know, sometimes we can get so sort of lost in what's going on in the world and so many different things that it just grounds me back um, to being yeah. present and to what's important. Yeah. So that's kind of my, um, my training. Yeah. yeah. Training and sort of, and, and, and it's not just physical. I think that's yeah, the mental. key that I'd love to, to get out that it's mental as well. So having those um, the, the yoga practice is what really helps my mind. Uh, the other couple of things that really help my mind are the journaling. I do quite a bit of journaling mm-hmm. And, uh, and I am a coach as well. So I do, and I have a coach and I coach people and it's transformational coaching. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's having conversations and, um, being able to partner with those people and help them reach their full potential as a, Mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you fully experience a coaching conversation, um, it's different to a normal conversation where, you know, there's the banter going forward and back. It's like, you know, basically the coach is the person that can ask these powerful questions. And that's really important for me to have the coaching, uh, you know, every week because Mm -hmm. that really helps me to reflect and see where I'm at and then there's so much growth. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the other stuff that I do for my mind and that's really important for me. And then what I feed my body (laughs) is super important and that's, yeah, I've taken a real journey through that as well over the years. I think, you know, the biggest thing I was thinking about this before the podcast is that I just eat, I pretty much just eat real food mm-hmm. and I I don't eat packaged food, you know. Um, I used to and I think I was so busy and I used to just think, oh, 
these protein bars or these, you know, health, so-called health bars were good. And then I sort of got to that point uh, in my 40s where it was kind of like, yeah, I'm not actually losing. How come I'm doing all this exercise? I'm training so much. I'm eating really well, but I've just got this kind of, for me, you know, extra body fat that I didn't want to carry. And yeah, the going back, you know, and I've done, I think the big thing is to educate yourself and do the research because there's so much (laughs) controversy out there around nutrition. But for me, it's just like, you know, yeah, I could tell you what I eat in a day because I'm also very much eat the same thing. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) yeah, please do share also your yeah. Okay, so so breakfast, um, I always have um, eggs. So I have an omelette and that's pretty much uh, sardines. <laughs> I have sardines because they're so good for you. Yeah. And um, then I have vegetables. I always have vegetables, um, sardines, vegetables, eggs. I have two or three eggs. And then I have uh, some goat's cheese because I do like a little bit of dairy. So I have that as well. Um, that's my breakfast. And then I don't snack. So I used to snack all the time and sort of be grazing, whereas now I have a good meal and I feel, I'm, yeah, I feel um, satisfied, I think is the word. You know, I feel mm-hmm. really satisfied and I'm not looking for extra food. I'm not um, craving extra food. And we know that that can come from, you know, sometimes processed food or too much sugar and then you're craving um, carbohydrates. So for me, that's my breakfast. For lunch, I tend to have, and dinner, I have the same. I sort of have a protein. So whether it's like a piece, I have fish, I have chicken, I have meat, I have everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a protein and then I have some carbohydrate. I tend to have more um, like pumpkin or kumra, that sort of thing as my mm-hmm. carbohydrate. Um, I also have I make a paleo bread, which is quite incredible. <laughs> um, gluten-free, dairy, um, gluten-free, dairy-free one. But, yeah, so I have um, vegetables or salad with a protein and the same for lunch, uh, same for dinner. Now, uh, after dinner, sometimes I always want something sweet and that's always been my downfall <laughs> is looking for that little, yeah. But I, um, I always thought I was kind of had a, an allergic reaction to dairy, so I stayed off dairy, but then I've been experimenting with lots of different foods. And now um, I have Greek yogurt and no problem, no rashes or anything. Was I, I was getting a rash, but I thought it was from dairy, but it wasn't. I think, you know, so actually, I, I actually today made post a, a couple of them that dairy is not all created equal. Like, for example, if you take fermented mm. dairy and compare it to milk, it's completely different because the proteins and fats are changed by the bacteria. And, you know, of course, they eat all the lactose mm. in, in that mm. fermenting. So I'm the same. I have a lot of reactions to like milk or uh, mm. also a lot of cheeses, but kefir and yogurt, no problems. Mm. So I love yogurt. Um, I might have a little bit of dark chocolate, but I try and make my own um, little sweets as well that I do, uh, you know, and I, uh, like I do like a little protein ball or something and yeah, so I, but I home make them. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that's, you know, for me, it's a good thing because you know that you're getting all the good oils, fats, all that sort of stuff, rather than, you know, when you go out all the time, you actually don't know, you know, what you're eating. So my husband and I, do tend to eat a lot at home and cook ourselves. Um, but I've really gone back to just, yeah, real food. 
yeah, it's kind of, I feel like I've always gone almost full circle with it. And, but the big thing is that I just eat meals and um, every four to five hours is what I sort of work on. I'm not like a big breakfast. I don't get up and I'm starving. I tend to, and I don't fast, but I don't really eat till usually around nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, and what do so I, I sort of, Curious, so mm, what's I'm, the time usually your last meal? Yeah, I try and keep my last meal before 8, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. I have done the fasting before and I feel that that um, is, is really, it's actually very easy for me to do, um, to do like, uh, to fairly easy to do a 16 and 8 um, mm-hmm. sort of fasting window. But I like to, yeah, not eat too late because um, of, you know, sleeping and you want to have yeah. have had your meal. Depends on classes and things like that. But I try and definitely not having anything after eight if it's um, not that I really, but sometimes when it's rehearsals and things, I get home late, I might just have a couple of eggs, just have something really light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good routine, you know, seems. Uh, and uh, I think that's what, will work for most people you know like whole foods yeah. uh, regularity in your meals in your exercise in your lifestyle that's not complicated mm. and I think the biggest thing that I do is I monitor I um you know when I'm eating I'm writing down what I've had so I've done a lot of I've played around with lots of different things because you know my body does react differently and it is quite my gut can be quite sensitive if I, mm-hmm. if I get you know? Yeah. So I think that's a key thing is to find out what works for you. You know, Mm -hmm. the same with the exercise, you know, it's finding out what works for you. And then, and then once you've found that formula, you just stick with it because it works, you know? And look, there's going to be days where you, you know, you're doing something different or you're eating something different, but my, my gut will always tell me (laughs) (laughs) always. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. Even the other day I had something because we were at it, we were at the filming and there was some some lunches, but it had some had some sauces in there that didn't agree with me. Mm-hmm. So I think you know, the key is it was like, yeah, I know sort of where my limits are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, just stick, stick to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, find what works and stick with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, if you don't mind, I'd like to switch gears a little bit and talk mm. a little bit more about less meals because I just uh, become such a huge fan, you know, especially with this lockdown when, when all the gyms closed. That was yeah. basically the only thing that I started doing. Um, that was basically the, the only option. And I didn't expect to get in such a great shape. Like I honestly can say that I'm in the best shape of my life. And, you know, wow. you mentioned, for example, core like that's the first time when i feel like have like my core really strong like you know Mm. from all sides like the obliques the you know front Mm. and back and the same you know i i do love pump and i do love greed and i just uh experience how my fitness improved on all levels and you know and my muscles i expected to lose quite a lot but i'm actually gaining muscle not losing it Mm. Uh, 
and um, I, you know, read quite a lot of information on the website about Last Meals programs, but could you tell me and our listeners about, uh, you know, maybe more about the programs, how you create them, uh, about the science, like what are mm. your main maybe criteria? You know, um, a lot of times I would hear doing pump, like time and attention, and I'm like, mm. I kind of understand what it means, but I'd like to learn more about it. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, yeah, there's there is so much information. Well, well done. On firstly, well done that you uh, are in the best shape of your life. <laughs> That's great. And I think there is so much information on the website. There's so many different articles that all your listeners could go to. But I guess in a nutshell, we have kind of a formula at Lesmos, and the the number one thing is that our programs are to get results. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that is the key. So that's kind of like our benchmark. That's what we're always thinking about is results. So results come before complexity, you know, um, it, it's gotta be because obviously, you know, the programs have been around for a long time and some of the, you know, some of the programs that, well, we'll use body pump as an example, you know, we could get, there is that kind of thinking around as you're doing something that you become more and more as you become better, you get, it becomes more and more complex. But the thing is that with body pump, those exercises that we do, so we, you know, we do the warm up, then we start with the squats, we do the lower body, then we do the upper body, then we do the integrated, the back training, then we do the small isolated exercises, then we go back to integrated legs again, and then we finish with shoulders. That formula works. And a lot of the exercises, they've been around for centuries, you know, (laughs) squats, the big lifts that you do, squats and and dead rows and um, deadlifts, they've been around for, for forever. And that's because they work. So sometimes it's like we can always think, oh, we need to do more, we need to do more, we need to change it up. But actually by sticking to what the formula is, that has given us a result. And I think where we've been really smart as a company is we've really gone into the research mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as a company. In, we're the only group fitness company in the world that has a research department, a department that's really um, focused on doing the research so that we can give our consumers and our teachers, instructors around the world more understanding of what the products are because then obviously as teachers they can then you know as like selling that to their class members and then as consumers it gives you that deeper education and understanding um of what you're actually doing and it's Mm -hmm. and what you're going to get from it right Mm -hmm. because yeah i guess everyone is looking for that quick fix you know that okay what do i need to do to get in shape um you know body pump is incredible like it really does shape your body. That whole slogan of the fastest way in the universe, it sounds sort of corny, but it, it does actually work. You will get in shape if you follow that. But, of course, it is um, a blend of your nutrition as well. I won't say it's not doing that because you cannot out-train a bad diet. Yeah, definitely. As we, as, yeah, as we all know. <laughs> so, um yeah, I mean, how we actually do it. So that's a little bit about, that's our, our number one focus is that um, results, mm-hmm. you know. 
um, what, what is it going to give us? And we do a lot of testing on, particularly like the GRIP program, there's a lot of testing that, that happens with every release, every release because they're changing it all the time, whereas PUMP sort of sits in that. It's pretty much the same, a few slightly different changes, a few different exercises here and there. But GRIP, you'll see that it changes all the time. They take, they get all their testing done with Dr. Uh, Dr. Ginger Gottschall and they do all that with Bryce Hastings. And so they're doing all the testing to make sure that it is actually hit training, that mm-hmm. you are actually getting into that red zone. So I'm definitely um, getting I'm not- there. <laughs> it's the program. Right. You know, it's like I, I feel like I'm almost about to die every time I do it. But <laughs> I know. It's yeah. it's a love hate, right? Yeah. But <laughs> it's definitely like- getting you in shape physically. Oh yeah. And the research behind that, I think when that came out around, you only need to do two hit classes a week. Everyone was like, oh, all of a sudden, because everyone's like, thinks, okay, I've got to do more. See, this is the mentality. I've got to do more. Actually less is more. So even for some of the instructors, it was like, you're, you're over teaching the program, you know, you, you need to be doing it physically twice a week. You'll get the results because at first I was actually doing it three times a week myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wondering why I wasn't hitting that red zone all the time and being in that sort of fatigue state. So that's important. If you go onto the website, you can click on all those um, mm-hmm. articles and that's probably the most read article is that one is around the the training twice a week. Yeah. So And then a lot of the other programs sort of have a, um, you know, we have our formulas, but they can change. They can, um, they definitely change. They go with, they go with different trends. Um, We're always updating. We're always, I think that's the biggest thing I love about Liz Mills is we're always um, looking to be better. You know, it's never like, we're never complacent, never thinking. And sometimes it's, it's, it's exhausting. I'm going to say it's exhausting because, you know, we have, um, so my boss and the chief creative officer for the group fitness is Jackie Mills. And she is, she's a legend. Um, she's so inspirational because she's always pushing, pushing the boundary. You know, it's mm-hmm. always like, okay, how can we do this better? What can we do next? You know, even the way we film the classes, um, all that sort of stuff. We're always looking for new innovations. And I think that's the key, you know, one of the keys to a successful company. We have a great CEO as well. And of course, Philip Mills and Diana Mills and Les Jr. Mills um, are all in that company. It's a family-based company. And, uh, you know, it just, we're always about pushing the, pushing the boundaries and going that extra. Mm-hmm. As far as like creating the products, all the products are done quite differently uh so you know but it's basically if i can give you sort of an overview of it it always starts with the music so we just finished filming on saturday and we had an email yesterday for the new music so that kind of tells you the window that we have a couple of a couple of down days and then we're on to the next next round of releases Mm -hmm. so everything kind of works in a 12-week cycle because we're we're using those first six weeks is to really get the class, you know, find the music, source the music, start to do the choreography, work with the creative directors, um, trial and test all the classes in the clubs, you know, make sure the things are working. And then it's sort of those, and then we film and then it's all the back end stuff as well. So there's a lot that happens, but the first point of contact for any release is the music. Yeah, I can, 
is yeah, the inspiration? I mean, music, it's, um, I don't know, I think it's the most amazing match between music and movements in less mm. meals that I've ever encountered. Mm. And it that makes such a huge difference, you know, because when you do the workout and you feel like you're exhausted, you're tired, but the music makes you continue and makes you push through, that is, you know, it... Um, it trains your brain like you want to yeah. continue you want to finish because of this music and i absolutely love it uh, you know that's i think one of the like best features why it's so addictive to also do less meals yes yeah the music is a really unique selling point for us we have our own music department and we pride ourselves on having original music and having the latest you know so that people hear the song they're like oh i know this song and they get into it but as you say it's it is the music that is the driver and the motivation and it's huge you know it's the biggest part because everyone always says oh you know can you put this move in or can you do this move and it's like but we create from the music. So mm-hmm. the music will give us the inspiration to, you know, what we could do with this piece of music. So it always starts with that. And that's a team, you know, over the years we've become more and more collaborative in our approach. And now we work in creative teams uh, with a lot of the products. So we have obviously program directors um, who are the kind of face of the program. And then we have the creative directors like myself Um but now it's kind of a blend because it's not just like one, if we only took from one person's music repertoire, mm-hmm. we, we, we would be quite limited. So we like to open it up and get lots of different um, pieces of music, different styles, different things, you know. And sometimes you hear a piece of music, you think, oh, no, I'm not sure about that. And then it, you know, it ends up being an amazing piece of music. So it's, sometimes it's good to have from, you know, different, Uh, generations as well because you know maybe an older generation would be different to a younger like there's Mm -hmm. so many so much input in the music um and we have different people inputting into that and then from there the choreographers uh go away and they work on their what they're going to you know do to it they and everyone's got a different slightly different approach to that uh, and how they work with the music um, and some people like to do track by track. Some people like to do the whole class. So everyone's a little bit different. But basically everything uh, before we even go to trial at the club, we work with the creative directors, so with myself. So like Dan Cohen, for example, would work with me um, for the core product and he'll be showing me the choreography. We work together and make sure it's in a really good place to go and trial so that's really important for us that we have a standard that, you know, nothing, because we want the members to have a great experience. We don't want to feel like, we don't want them to feel like we're trialing stuff on them that's not, <laughs> not, not quite good enough, you know. It's really important that the member experience is number one for us in New Zealand. So we never trial in this. We've kind of really made sure, okay, we're, we're ready to trial this now. So we do lots of testing. We have choreography rooms at the office. So we work from there and we, um, you know, obviously in the lockdown, we had to do it all online. So mm-hmm. we're sort of in our garages doing it, but, you know, we make it work. And so basically from there, once it's ready to get trialed and tested, there's also a, a whole back end of stuff that happens with the music. Sometimes we don't always get the piece of music we want and we've, you know, we've sort of created that piece of music. We have to go back to the drawing board, trial again. So there's all of that going back and forward to make it kind of, well, make it 
perfect. It has to be perfect. Yeah, I mean, so, I, uh, we have a. Yeah, I just wanted to say that it's you know every time I do the workout,、uh, I do feel like it's a world class experience. Like this is the best thing that could have ever been created.、Um, yeah, yeah, Jackie, we have a.、Um, Yeah, we have sort of a motto that we think about. It's like every class, every track, every class, every track has to be perfect. We don't let anything go through.、Um, and obviously, this machine has been going for you know, well, group fitness with Les Mills is over fifty years,、mm-hmm. but you know, internationally, it's like you know, coming up, yeah, thirty years. So, you know, we we have、um, we've got a formula and it works. Yeah, definitely.、But、you know. Music- Yeah, I, I recommend it, you know, to all of my friends, to all of my clients, and I'm, and sometimes they think it's just another app. I'm like, no, this is not just another app. You just gotta give it a try. <laughs> you understand what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think、um, we have, you know, obviously the products are simply amazing. They work. I think we've got such a variety of products as well now.、Yeah. Um, we've got lots of free stuff on the app as well. So if people want to jump on, they can just go in and get some free content.、Uh, there's some little, you know, there's even some grit workouts in there、uh, for free, so they can test it out and give it a go and see if it's something that they would get addicted to. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you do, you do get addicted to it. You know, this is such a, a yeah. It just It enhances your life and it enhances you as a person. So it's kind of like, why would you not do it? And I think there's 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 just so much for everybody. You know,、mm-hmm. if you don't like to jump around, then try the yoga. You know, try the body balance. Maybe it's you know all the core stuff. I mean, there's you know I think everybody needs to have a strong core, right? We if we don't have a strong core, we're going to get lower back problems.、Mm-hmm. Four, and I used to have pro- yeah, you know I actually、mm. I used to have a back, lower back problems all the time. Even though I used to train core a lot, but I didn't、wow. train in a such a、um, systematic way. You know, so、mm. the muscle groups I hit and you work、uh, yeah like three sixty. Yeah, and that's what I love about the core program. We actually designed that program from science, so、mm-hmm. we went to see, you know, what, and we tested what are the best exercises you can do for your for your core. And I think, you know, it it completely surprised me. Even you know,、uh, when I first saw the product, I was like, oh, okay, you know, because I think. A lot of the mentality is crunches, you know,、mm-hmm. that you have yeah, exactly <laughs> doing all the crunches, you know,、um, and then you look at athletes and what they do, and they, you know, lay on their back and do some crunches,、um, but you can't do that for thirty minutes. I mean, <laughs> there's just no way. So it's also training all the muscles around the core, and you know that goes to your glutes and to your shoulders, and then obviously all the oblique muscles, the inner outer unit, everything. Um, and a big focus on the posterior chain,、mm-hmm. so the, the postural muscles, and so you're actually training your body for life. And I think that's the key that we do with our programs. You know, even with pump, at the end of the day, it's light weights, high reps. Yes, that tension. So we talk <laughs> about holding the tension, and that's about really working to the timing of the music. Because if you can do that, that's going to maximize your workout. But the, at the end of the day, you're not you're not being a,、um, a a big power lifter. You know, it's nothing like that. It's actually just postural work. It's work that is our body's need because we spend most of our time sitting.、Mm-hmm. You know, that's the difference to centuries ago when people used to do 
you know, walk every day and for hours and hours. It's just our lives are different now. So we need that work that's postural and that's a big focus for um, for our products. And I think, you know, as I said before, it's find the thing that you like. You know, mm-hmm. if you like step, if you like going up and down a step and you feel like you, you always like that, that sort of feeling, then do that and then supplement it with, some of the postural work, you know, like the core programs and the and the body balance, which gives you overall toning and shape. And you yeah. know, we've got so many different things. I yeah, there is like the- dance and you know ballet mm. and um, but I think uh, recovery, those stretching workouts. I also love like yeah, you mentioned yoga. You know, um, yeah. those martial arts. I am like my favorites. Um, and and also what I love, you have also, you know, different length. So for example, if you don't feel like doing yes. full workout and you just want to do, I don't know, like 15, 20 minutes, you can do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So we put those together because we know that's important. And, you know, the thing is being my big thing that I say to people is be consistent, even if it's, even if it's 15 minutes, right? So even if it's some days I won't have time for a, a long yoga practice or body balance. So I, I, I'm often doing those hip, those hip ones on LM mm-hmm. Lesmos yeah, on demand too. are really great. Just the, the 15 minutes of hips, especially if you've been sitting and at mm-hmm. your office and doing lots of computer work, that is a great one, or you just need to take a break. So, you know, often in the office, you get 15 minutes, go take morning tea. So it's like, just get off your chair and, you know, plug it on and off you go, just do 15 minutes of hips and you'll feel so much better. You know, maybe you do it before you sleep, you know, it's going to make you sleep better. It's all those little things that you can do. And we've, I think the, yeah, the Lesmos On Demand team do a great job of offering all those little different little mini workouts. I know they do some hybrid ones as well, Mm -hmm. um, which people love. And it's such a great community on the Lesmos On Demand is the other thing. I see so much support and you know, people feel like they belong to something. And I think as humans, that's what we all want. We want to feel like we belong to something and part of something. Yeah. And this is, you know, really, really cool. And I think, you know, also, um, I just wanted to mention that you have really amazing team, you know, you yourself and all the other coaches, mm. like you create this experience. Even when, even when I just cast this workout, you know, on my TV, I just feel like I'm a part of a team. Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a great experience. You just, you know, um, you feel like you're working together with the other, other people, trainers and also people in the studio and yeah. Uh, yeah, makes this whole experience so much better and more engaging and fulfilling. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's one of the beauties of team sports and why people love to do team sports. I think, you know, a lot of us have done that as kids and, you know, you're in teams, whether it's netball or football or whatever you're doing, soccer, and then as you get older, that kind of that stops. It's like, well, this can give you that feeling again of being mm-hmm. part of a team and working towards goals, you know, and um, having having that, um, you know, fitness should feel like like brushing your teeth. You know, that's it's it. Be, you need to allow it to become a habit, and then, as I said, you you actually become addicted to it. And you know, yeah, it's important to listen to your body. Some days your body will be tired. Um, there's so many there's so many functions now that you can get. I have this polar watch which tells me if i'm tired or whatever which um 
sometimes I ignore it, but uh, today was a good day and it came up saying that I was completely rejuvenated and ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. So those things are really helpful as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll be mindful of your time, Kylie. Thank you for sharing, uh, you know, your own story and uh, um, the story behind Less Meals, the programs and the methods and science. Um, uh, to wrap it up, um, do you have anything um, additional to share with um, our listeners? Um, I don't know, maybe um, some life lessons or some lifestyle or workout tips, anything to you help people, you know, to um, live healthier future life, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, what I just mentioned before, I think that's really something that I've lived by is to be consistent and try and do, you know, so I, I often hear people sort of saying, you know, I started the exercise or I started my nutrition plan and then I bombed out and then sort of everything goes, you know, they forget it. They sort of just don't want to keep going. And it's like, just try and be present because if you're present in your body and your mind, um, you will make hopefully really good decisions. But if you are consistent with the um, the work, it will it will just start to become a habit. Mm-hmm. And you know, it doesn't matter how how long you do a workout or you know if you eat something that you shouldn't have eaten, you just get back on. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like okay, just keep. You, you know, you've got another another day or another few hours or whatever it is, it's, um, it's trying not to, I think it's being kind to yourself is mm-hmm. really the key, you know, because I do see a lot of people get really down about, you know, get upset about this and making, and yes, it is a priority, your health and your health should be the number one thing in your life, but be kind to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because know it's also part it, of health. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because that's so important. Um, so it's when you have, you know, just try and be consistent rather than being too rigid, I think, mm-hmm. because if we become too rigid, then um, that's what yoga has taught me is to go with the ebb and flow of life, you know, and go with, go with the ups and downs. Cause we're always going to have ups and downs. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be ups and downs in your work in your nutrition and your fitness, but it's being able to roll with it. If you can have that kind of a little bit, softer kinder approach to yourself then that will that will have that ripple effect and it will also help all the people around you the people that you you love and and um are with you know so that you have a more gentle approach and being more kind so you know i think that's that's definitely something that i've applied to myself and so i know the effects of being kind to myself i really look after myself and I put myself first because if you don't have compassion for yourself, then how can you have compassion for others? Mm-hmm. That's kind of my, my thing. So I'm not scared to love myself. And um, yeah, I think yeah. that's so important, you know, and I know, I know for a lot of women as well and, and for men, you know, we've, there's a lot of pressures out there in the world, you know, of being this way or being a certain image or, you know, living up to expectations but at the end of the day, it's it's what we put on ourselves mm-hmm. that matters the most. Yeah, and it's uh, you know a great message to um, finish this podcast with um, self love. You know, if you have if you invest a lot in yourself, you have so much more to give. Um, yeah, yeah, so. I think so. I think that's so important. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Thank you again for um, for all the stories, the message, and uh, your work. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, also, by the way, uh, where do you want our listeners to go to connect with you to learn more about your work, maybe less meals yes. or, uh, you know, your personal social media? Yeah. So. I've got my uh, my Instagram account, so Kylie mm-hmm. Gates Fitness, and that has a link to all my coaching and that has a link to uh, lesmills.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can have a look on the Lesmills On Demand. And, yeah, if you want to reach out, I'm, I try and um, as much as I can, I try and respond to a lot of messages. So, uh, and I try and do, you know, we through Lesmills, we often do, you know, uh, little Q and A's and things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. Um, through my Instagram account is, is the big one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, thank you so much for allowing me to share everything. Uh, thank you Kylie for, again, for your time, for your, uh, message. I really appreciate you uh, and your work and please do continue inspiring a lot of people. Uh, it really does help and matters.